0: Welcome to Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 125 of Reality of the Rose. I'm your host, Natalie Sprink. Happy New Year, everybody! Starting 2024 with episode 125... I don't really know what that means. It actually would have meant more if I was like on episode 124 of 2024. But yeah. So um yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope everybody had a, a really good Christmas, a really good New Year's, a really good Hanukkah, whatever, um, whatever holidays you celebrated. I hope it was great. Hope you've got great plans for 2024. Don't we all? Don't we all the first couple weeks of January, 2024 (laughs) have amazing plans for the year. Um, you know, all we can do is try, all we can do is try. Um, so I'm coming to today by myself. I do not have a co-host, um, over the holidays, I've kind of worked on some interviews, um, you know, I'm still working on it. (laughs) We'll see what I can get. It's really sort of difficult when that's like a very part-time job of yours to try and procure, um, interviews. So I've gotten some positive responses, but like timing isn't real good right now. Anyway, I'm working on a few things. We'll see what, how it plays out. But I do want to let you know that for sure I have been sort of fascinated by this whole gypsy Rose thing. Um, I know y'all probably know what I'm talking about. And to be honest, up until the past few days, I didn't really know a lot about the whole story. Um, I didn't even realize that it happened in Missouri, which if you know me, you know that's where I grew up. Although Chillicothe, Missouri is not really anywhere close to where I grew up and where I lived my most of my life. but. um It still was interesting to me. And then also I didn't really know, except for that um, she was sort of the victim of her mom having Munchausen's by proxy. I didn't know a lot of the details um, except for recently, just obviously since she was just released to freedom on December 28th, and so she's been making headlines a lot and she's been a lot on TikTok and Instagram and just social media in general. Um, she just came out with a documentary on the lifetime network, which was so interesting to me of all the streamings. Well, it's not really a streaming service. It's a cable channel, but, um, I looked, we have YouTube TV and lifetime is not a part of YouTube TV. So then I started researching because I also heard that, um, as you know, Nick Vile's podcast is one I listen to a lot and, um, he, I know she's doing a lot of podcasts coming up. Um, but apparently his was the first, like the first one that she did. Um, I think a lot of them are being released pretty quickly after each other, but his comes out. Um, today, actually Monday, the, what is it today? Monday, the 6th, 8th, uh, which I'm definitely going to list to haven't listened to it yet. Um, actually I haven't listened to it yet because it's actually Sunday when I'm recording, but I'm releasing this on Monday. Anyway, I want to listen to that, but, um, they've talked about a little bit of it on their podcast, just in general, prior to this, um, just as a sort of current events headline that they discussed. Um, so that kind of got me interested. But then I, then I researched more about this Lifetime. Since I don't get Lifetime, you are able to just get the app. So um, that's what I did on our TV, got the app, and I watched the first four episodes, three, one, two, three, four episodes. And the last two episodes come out tonight, Sunday night. Um, you're able to watch them. The day after they come out on lifetime so i'm going to watch them tomorrow night and i have asked Allie if she we did not also another backstory i know i'm jumping from thing to another um Allie and i really kind of meant to do some kind of a podcast while she was home she was home for about two and a half weeks for the holidays um but we just never got around to it it was so so busy just with lots of parties and she worked i worked like we were it was just very busy so we never got around to it Um, However, I think we decided um, to do a podcast about this Gypsy Rose documentary. Um, Just the first four episodes that I have watched is fascinating. That's just putting it mildly to me. I would highly, highly recommend watching this. It is crazy sort of what her life has been, like her entire life, Um, which is another thing that I sort of have questions about, about how does someone who has Practically since birth, been somewhat of a prisoner and controlled. Um, have any free will? Like they don't even really know what free will is. So I, it's just a topic I would love to discuss on this podcast, just because it's a it's a, a, a headline is the word I'm trying to come up with. A headline right now. It's sort of a hot topic. It's a you know pop culture um, item that people are talking about. I don't know if that's really considered pop culture, but. So Allie is going to watch it as well. And as soon as she gets done watching it, we are going to record a podcast about it and just sort of our opinions about it, discuss all the different things, um, that the documentary talks about, about what Gypsy herself talks about. These are interviews that she did in prison, um, obviously before she was released because she was just released. And so these are all interviews she did, um, up into her parole hearing two years ago and in the midst of that two years and it's just i i don't even have words it is just unbelievable everything that she had happened to her and wow um the documentary re- it covers people that are on the documentary as well other than her are her dad her stepmom her um several of her doctors um her attorney her grandpa her uncle um so you kind of get pers- all their perspectives as well it just it's something that you I, I guess it's easy when you watch it to say well how come she didn't do this or how come they didn't do this or how could they not see this or how could they not see that and it's just almost hard to put yourself into their shoes to understand how things were obvious to them but as with cases like this it's very obvious to the person watching it because obviously you know the details so uh, i just highly recommend watching it and then you can listen to our um, podcast together Allie and i and give our opinions and hear what we have to say about it so that's coming up. I don't know when we're going to record that because it depends on, you know, when she gets it watched. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. Today. I am going to go back up to bachelor stuff. Um, since we left, uh, last time I talked to you guys was with, uh, Emily Hain. We did her Rose interview, but her and I discussed a little bit about bachelor in paradise, but, um, that's where things ended since then last week was the golden wedding and i had reservations about that and how it would be but it actually was so much better than i thought it would be and i want to talk about it more but before that i want to cover a couple headlines that have also taken place over the course of the last couple weeks um, that are in the bachelor franchise genre one of them is that rachel lindsay and brian her fiance i'm sorry not fiance what am i talking about her husband um her husband brian has filed for divorce and this was so shocking to me because um again i had just listened to nick vile's podcast where she was a guest and she was a guest on december 21st i don't know when they exactly recorded it but um, that was when the podcast released and she was basically just on as a guest talking. She's a big Bravo fan and they talked a lot about Bravo shows and Bravo news and Vanderpump and real housewives and those things, um, which I am also a big fan of Uh, would love to know how much you guys are fans of Bravo, because I actually would love to talk about Bravo shows as well. I almost a Bravo, just as much, possibly more than the bachelor at this point. Um, which I've talked about before anyway. So she was just on there as a guest, just to talk about all like current events and things like that. Um, she wasn't necessarily promoting anything. Um, but they talked about her and Brian and she talked about how they are not real public on social media about their relationship, which is fine, but she described it because they are both so busy. He is a chiropractor, but she talked about how they were both so busy with their careers and actually how the, their careers um, did not really line up, that they're even together that often. Um, But listening to it, you know in retrospect now people go back to that podcast and go oh well, she talked about how things aren't great you know in their relationship because they don't see each other that much because their careers are so different blah 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 blah." well like from my perspective and listening to that podcast before i obviously you know before this happened with him filing for divorce i didn't think a thing of it the way she was talking about it in fact um i felt like she was trying to prove that they can be successful without being so public with their relationship on social media in fact she talked um quite a bit about the fact that they are trying to get pregnant and that they have had some difficulties in that area um but again i didn't take it as that that was putting a strain on their marriage I took it as, oh, wow, they're actually trying to start a family. So that's awesome. Um, She also talked about how they were going to be taking a trip over the holidays together. And so like she, she was like joking with Nick that, well, maybe you'll actually see some pictures on social media of us because, you know, we're going on this trip together because she talked about how, you know, really the only time they post together is if it's for like a birthday or an anniversary or a holiday. And that's why she joked that, they might actually post a picture because they're going to be on this trip by themselves you know together um so i didn't take it at all i didn't even have a remote thought in my head like "Mm, that doesn't really sound that good uh i actually had a lot more doubt about like Caitlin and jason when when prior to them talking about their breakup that they were having issues um that's a whole another issue, which I'm going to a little bit touch in a second, but either way, I did not pick up on any of that. So it was actually, I feel like just, cause I didn't listen to that episode till probably, I don't know, towards the end of the year It was probably around, um, I don't know, the 27th, 28th of December when I listened to it. And I think it was on January 2nd that he, that that news broke, I believe doesn't matter. It was somewhere around the new year so I was shocked, totally shocked. Um, she went on her podcast and addressed it. She didn't give any details or anything. All she really said, she has a podcast called higher learning, um, with another guy and they just talk about all different topics, uh, really. And she, um, all she really said was that she was, you know, really upset. It's been really hard for her and that some people are might question why she's even working. And she said it just helps her to get my her mind off of things and that she's not ready to discuss any details, but that she will. Um, so we really don't know any details. It was him that filed and it was just irre- irre- irreconcil- irreconcilable. There we go. Differences and we don't really know much else. Um, So stay tuned for that. But that was one big piece of Bachelor Nation news. Uh, The other one that at least was big news for me was that there is suspicion that, it's not been confirmed by them, but it's also not been denied that Caitlin and Zach Clark are dating or at least talking or like very initial getting to know each other um zach clark if you remember was who Tasha picked for her like in her season they were engaged and they were engaged for a while but then ended up breaking up and that has been some time ago now that they have broken up Um, but Caitlin and Zach were seen together. It was a picture taken of them. Apparently she had, I believe it was a new year's party or it was a Christmas party. It was some party over the holidays. And, um, there is a photo of them. Like there's a bunch of other people there, but there's a photo of like, it looks like she's standing on a chair and has her arm around him. Who's standing on a, on the floor. And she's like looking down at him. You know, like not incriminating or anything. And and there's nothing wrong with it. They're both single, you know. Um, but you know, some or some and then someone else has posted that it has been confirmed that it was him, that there was a I haven't seen it, but that there was a picture taken from the other side of because this was from the back and you could just tell it was her, but you couldn't tell it was him because it was just his back of his head facing the camera. But apparently there's another photo of the front of them that it confirms it's him and they and she's not denied it. Apparently it is him. Um, there's no, been no talk about her about exactly, you know, what their status is, nor him. However, uh, I guess there has been some question about whether her and Zach were already sort of like not, not dating or anything or, or, or talking, but that there was was talk between them prior to her and Jason even breaking up. Um, apparently she's not, let's see. Oh, so she denies that, but You know, she is not denying that something isn't currently happening, which is telling everyone that, you know, this wasn't going on before her and Jason broke up, but she's not saying it's not going on now, which everyone is taking as a confirmation that they are talking, dating. I don't know exactly their status. But also, another thing that has come out recently that I haven't listened to this podcast, but saw. Uh, just headlines that she, on one of her recent podcasts, she sort of discussed, I guess, Jason has sort of come out and I don't know exactly what he has said, but she has taken it that he is sort of playing the victim because now she's already like dating Zach um, again, I don't know what he said that made her say this, but that is how she phrased it on her podcast, that she's disappointed that Jason is playing the victim, um, about this. I don't know. Let's see if I can even find that. Um, I want to find it because I want to talk about this. If you can just hang tight with me. Um, I hate it because I love her. I love Jason. I do Want them to get along. I want them to not fight. I want them to be good mutual dog parents. <laughs> I um, okay, hold on a second here. I'm gonna find it. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin. Sorry, I'm gonna get there. Um, dang it. Um, shoot. this is really dead time in a podcast, which is very much looked down on. So I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not finding it, but, uh, I guess I, so, but she's just criticizing him for kind of playing the victim and she doesn't think it's fair. And I guess just doesn't, um, agree with that he's doing, I'm sorry. I'm still looking, you know, I am because I am who? okay enough dead air time i swear to god i i swear i've saved this okay hold on oh my gosh i'm so sorry i know this is awful i shouldn't be doing this um Whatever, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna find it. I'm not gonna torture you. Um, So anyway, now it feels like there's going to be some tension between the two of them because she's feeling like Jason's playing victim, but she doesn't wanna get, you know, I don't know. I uh, I would have to hear what Jason actually said for her to reference that he's playing victim to this. And, you know, I don't know. The thing is, is he's moving to New York or why, we don't know he's moving to New York, but he posted something about how, I guess he looked at places in New York to, um, possibly move to New York. And immediately I was like, Hey, Allie, uh, Jason is moving to New York. And she said, Hey mom, I know. So, you know, hey, you never know stranger things have happened, you know, like the gypsy rose things that was way stranger. I mean, Allie and Jason, I feel, I feel like they could, they could uh, be compatible. Uh, so, Hey, Jason, look up Allie Sprink on Instagram, um, hit that message button and let's get things going here. All right. Um, so yeah, that's the other thing. So I'm sure there'll be more to come with that. Oh, the other angle of that is that, so Taysha, obviously Taysha and Chris, uh, Kay, Chris, Caitlin were co hosts together and on a couple seasons, of the bachelor, we all know this. And so that's like a little bit, people are questioning that because they're supposed to be friends and now she's dating her ex and, the only way that only response sort of Tasha's had for that um is a post that she put on and i'm going to be looking for this too but i should be able to find this real easy Tasha, she had posted this on three days ago and she the caption just reads did someone say something you know obviously everyone's taking that to me like whatever i know there's chatter about this but i don't give a shit um and it's a picture of her in a bikini on the beach and you know with the undertone of i don't care i'm doing fine um they both also were at the golden wedding so that's also quite interesting um which is going to be my segue to jump into the golden wedding Uh, i'm so curious because my feed has been packed full of golden wedding stuff i mean pictures galore I mean, post galore, pictures galore with any number of people together merging from, you know, real goats of the franchise that go back all the way to like, um, Jason Resnick and Molly and Raven and Adam and like people like Caitlin, I mean, they're Ben Higgins. There were so many people at this wedding. I just couldn't believe it up to obviously all of the golden women that were on the season and they were intermingling. It was so fun to see all the intermingling, but there was just post after post, after post, after post of all different combinations of people. I will say that I never saw Taysha and Caitlin on a picture together. (laughs) Um, So not to say that means anything, but I didn't. So more about the golden wedding. Jumping into that. Um, I really was pleasantly surprised. I guess I knew that it was going to be live, but I had forgotten that component to me. That's what made this show way better, um, than if it wasn't live, because then again, we would have had a very edited version of this wedding and the goings on at this wedding. Um, and i feel like that would have affected it in a whole other way but there were so many components that happened live that they couldn't cut from and that were just hilarious that were sort of shocking that were awkward um all sorts of things and i kind of want to go through a little bit of all of those the wedding itself I will say was also very nice i was super impressed with susan because she officiated the because she's a wedding wedding officiant if you will remember from the golden bachelor and so they asked her of course to do the wedding she did a such a good job but also just the fact that it was live um made me appreciate the level of this wedding even more because i think that you know we saw actual reactions we saw live reactions we saw live speeches the other thing i thought that was amazing were all the daughters so gary has two daughters and teresa has one now my other question was the the guy that walked i and i can't remember from the season i just can't because i feel like she had more than just a daughter um because well i just do but she a guy walked her down the aisle which very much looked like it should have been probably her son um i guess it could have been a nephew or something but i don't remember if she had a son if anyone knows tell me and let me know so that i just know but i don't believe he's ever been talked to i don't know that he was ever interviewed on the show he was definitely not interviewed on this golden wedding at any point um he didn't talk at the wedding or if he did somehow that was cut out. I either it wasn't actually her son, or it was her son, but he just has no interest being on TV, and that was just his choice to not be, you know, on TV. He would definitely walk his mom down the aisle and be a part of it, but that was it. So, uh, which is possible, but both of Gary's daughters talked, and Teresa's daughter talked at the wedding to them, of course. And none of them had a piece of paper that they were reading their little speech in their hands. Um, and I, you know, I guess if it is your mom or dad getting married, you would be able to just speak from the heart, but they both, they all three articulated their feelings and emotions and um, just everything about them as a couple so well, and it was so moving. And i was just so impressed that they didn't stutter around their words if they memorized it they memorized it to a t they didn't ever go oh crap i think i forgot uh gary had to do that (laughs) um gary had to get out his little piece of paper from his pocket to see exactly the thoughts which i don't blame him you know i'm just saying the women performed better because they didn't have to do that he did uh but I feel like I would have to, my memory is horrible. I would be caught up in the moment. I would forget everything. Cameras are on me 1000%. I would have to get out my notes. I would, so I'm not gonna take anything away from Gary, but he did, ha- he started off without them, but about like, I don't know, 11 seconds into his vows, he had to go into his coat pocket and get out his notes. <laughs> um, but they didn't have any notes and they spoke from the heart and it was so touching, got tears several times. So in general, the, the biggest oddity I thought about the live part. And obviously this was, if you follow this at all on your social media, social media, this was talked about quite a bit was the fact that it made fun of a, quite a bit was that right before Teresa was going to come down the aisle, they cut to commercial. Well, obviously if it's live, you know, this delay in the wedding is actually happening because they actually have to cut to commercial since it's live. So everyone's like, like how horrible would that be it feels like it would affect the whole emotion of the ceremony for everybody because you know like the kids come down the aisle it's all you know like this great thing susan asks i think she asked everybody to stand and then they cut to commercial then they cut to jesse and jesse says after the commercial you know the golden wedding will continue and then they pan to teresa like standing behind this little like clump of flowers so that gary can't see her but she's just waiting there so she had to like wait she just had to wait for whatever it was five minutes like i just feel like that would be so anticlimactic as the bride i don't know maybe it would make it more build up but i feel like what does everyone do during that commercial? Do they just like sit down and like chat with each other and go, yeah, you know, so, you know, what kind of drink are you going to get after the ceremony? Or, hey, did you see so-and-so's here? Or, you know, whatever the case may be, it it feels like that would ruin it a little bit, but either way that happened. Um, so You know what? And so that being said, I'm going to cut away because my 30 minutes Mark is approaching and I will be back in a sec. Okay. I'm back. And while I was paused for a little bit, I looked up, <laughs> it was bugging me. So I found the Caitlin, um, little, well, it was an interview she just talked about on our podcast. And this is what she said. Um, okay. This, it was on E news and it just said, Caitlin, shared her honest reaction to ex Jason Tardick's recent cryptic Instagram activity on the January 4th episode of the Vi- Off the Vine podcast. Okay. Um Okay, and I'll go to that after this cuz so that we have to look at that too. I don't know what that was. It says Caitlin who split from the former banker in August after four years together went on to explain that while she and Jason have worked to forge a new dynamic since calling off their engagement, it has recently taken a confusing turn for her after he appeared to lean into the rumors that she cheated. It's really disappointing to me the way that Jason is kind of leaning into the victim mentality the 38-year-old said on the January 4th episode of her Off the Vine podcast. I don't want to dismiss that he's hurting. I don't want to dismiss that his feelings are valid. The word disappointed keeps coming up, she continued. I feel so disappointed that someone could use a false narrative to garner sympathy for themselves. The podcast host also gave insight into the former couple's dynamic behind closed doors. I personally thought Jason and I were in such a good space she expressed after disclosing she had her ex over to her home recently. I have found myself to be like, I want to invite him in. I want to show him the new house because she got a new house. Um, and that's it. Okay. That's all that this article says, or this post said. So now I'm going to go to his January 4th or well, his recent activity on his Instagram and see what she's talking about jason tardic um uh well the most recent one is just him having a drink it's a picture of him and it says tgif cheers and then is with him with a little puppy And then one that says Happy New Year. Um, Let's see. Three looked like all the beautiful highlights done the last five years. This year, we'll not be doing that because while I'm happy for all you individuals out there that are having the most beautiful years and perfection, the foundation of my year sucked and was quite shitty. So for all those people that had a great 2023, congratulations. For some of those people that had a shitty 2023, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we ran through 2023 to break through in 2024. So on that note, happy 2023, happy new year. It's gonna be a good one. And I also think, fuck okay, year, I spent okay. hours. Okay, I'm guessing in- that was it. <laughs> I'm guessing that one was the one maybe that she was talking about. So, <laughs> I guess I mean, to me that was very vague and um whatever. I don't know that he at all unless that's not the post she's talking about, but that was um that was posted on <sighs> December 30th. Um, and that to me looks like the only one it could have been. So, you know, he wasn't specifically talking about the breakup. I mean, the rumors are cheating, but he's definitely saying that 2023 sucked. So that was interesting. Also, <laughs> you know, I ended up by saying, um, like, fuck that or something. I don't know. Anyway, the that's Jason. So I don't know. I, I have really split feen- feelings about that. I will say another thing about Caitlin coming up here when I'm talking about the wedding. So we're going to continue with the wedding. Okay. So yes, Teresa, then after the commercial break, uh, as my commercial break just happened, um, it wasn't a commercial break cause I didn't have no commercial, but she walks down the aisle and that was kind of the, that was one kind of funny meme thing that people took advantage of is the fact that she had to wait five minutes for a commercial to be able to walk down the aisle while she hid behind a clump of like flowers. So the wedding itself was really, it was very nice. They both got emotional during their vows. Gary is no, I mean, it's no surprise to us that Gary got emotional cause he got emotional a lot on the show. So that was great. A lot of people still on the side criticize how quickly this happened. I don't think that's a big deal at all considering their ages. If it's what they want to do, great. Like who cares? Um, but to get more into it was, pre-show so the wedding happened at about it was a two-hour show the wedding happened a little bit uh over an hour into the the show and um took up about i mean there wasn't much there was only about 10 minutes left of the show after the wedding was itself was over where they just sh- sort of showed them like walking like down well obviously walking down the aisle out of their ceremony but then um the band starting up which okay if anyone saw the band like the 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 crazy funny look the crazy funny looking singer is he the same this to me looks like the band right out of uh hangover the movie hangover that sang at the very end of that movie w- was that him uh was that that band? <laughs> i swear to god it seemed like it i don't know but you know it was it just kind of started showing people it showed her throwing the bouquet It showed some people dancing, you know, like just some fun stuff. It also showed Jesse being like, I forget what his wife's name is, but he's like, honey, I am leaving now to come. I'll be right there. Hang on tight or something to that effect. Because Jesse revealed to us at the very beginning of the show live that he hoped that he would be able to get through the whole show because his wife is pregnant. And we knew that because of. you know, social media and that she was literally due any time. And that it was entirely possible that she could go into labor while he was like that night. So he like, uh, gave her his love and said, if, you know, let me know if you go into labor as soon as that happens and I'll be right there. There's people here that are going to fill in for me if that happens and yada, 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 uh, which there was because there were plenty other people that co-hosted with him but his official co-hosts were charity and um kathy from the golden bachelor now i love kathy as a reminder kathy is the zip it woman um love would love to have her on the podcast i'm just out of out of pure endearing love for you kathy though i'm not sure you're cut out to be a host um (laughs) she was a bit awkward I felt like she was a bit drunk. I I don't know if she was drunk, but it felt like she was a bit drunk. And too many times she referenced herself in things uh, that was a bit cringy and hard to watch when you're host. I feel like a host job is to never make it about them, to always make it about who you're interviewing and or and or the event that you're hosting. And so many times, and I have no idea how scripted this was, obviously, how would I know? I don't know how much was teleprompter versus how much was ad libbed, um, but it felt like not that much was teleprompted Um, because she brought herself into it so much and it just felt cringy. Uh, for instance, like it very much started about her joking about, you know, her not being the one to, um, Her not being the one to win, basically, or be marrying Gary. And when Gary's daughters came to be interviewed, she was like, Oh, just tell me how upset you are that I'm not the one walking down that aisle. I know you were very upset and were just heartbroken that it wasn't me that your dad picked, you know? And obviously they went along with it and were like, Oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. But I was like, What? Don't don't, what are you doing? Like, don't do that. It's too cringy. And I know that she thought she was being funny. I can very much see that Kathy would be a very fun and funny person to hang out with. I I can see that she's got a funny, you know, sense of humor and all of that. But the way she used, I feel like she was trying too hard as this host to be funny and that she used this method to be funny. And it just did not land. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy. I love you, but it just did not land. Um, I, at least not for me. And then like later on, let's see, what was the other thing that she, that she sort of, uh, through her opinion. Of, I don't I'm, I'll probably get to it. Cause it's in my notes, but anyway, It it was a bit cringy, and I felt like Charity was standing with her very often. Oh, I know what the other thing was. One time when Dotten came on to, like, like he was there, obviously. And when they were, um, one time on camera, he came up to tell Charity hi, and she's like, oh, babe, blah, 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 whatever. And Kathy came up to him and was like, oh, hey, I think we need to go run off together. Come on, Dotten. And she like took him by the arm and they, uh, like acted like they were running off together. And the look on dotton's face was like, I, this is not scripted. And he was trying to be like, okay, we're live. So I'm just going to go with it and be like, ha ha ha. But it felt like he gave charity a look like what is happening right now. And so they went off and charity handled it extremely well because she joked about it, but definitely had a look on her face. Like, what are you like? It's not funny. It, and it wasn't funny. She wasn't mad because she thought she really was taking him off. She, I think she was annoyed. Like, why are you making this about you? It's not, it, Ugh. like, I didn't like that either. And she was like, oh, okay, back to you, Jesse. I guess she stole my fiance or something to that effect, but like, did not have a look of like, haha, I'm joking. She had a look of like, Wh- whatever. I don't know what happened here. And can this please be over with? Not sure that's what she meant, but that's how I took it. So I, 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 I would have loved to see Susan as the co-host with charity, but obviously she was officiating. So I don't think she could have done both. I would have loved to see, I think Joan would have done a really, really, really good job of co hosting. I wish that I think faith would have, I think Sandra would have, I feel like any of them would have, and maybe that's in retrospect because you know, I just saw how Kathy did and I feel like it wasn't the best choice, but whatever it was fine. We got through it. We had some laughs, you know, so okay, um, I guess I'm so I I go to uh okay so I'm sorry <laughs> I'm stuttering over my words here for a second I'm just like going through my notes now to see which stuff I want to talk about that I made notes of. Uh, we talked about Jesse and his wife Dune moment, Charity and Kathy. Um, oh, well, okay. First of all, so they did interject little um, pre-recorded clips of different things. Like they had a whole pre-recorded montage clip of Teresa and Gary having Christmases with like both their families together, which was really nice and all of that. Some of that was just fluff, you know, and I could have fast forwarded through that. It didn't really tell you a whole lot. It just gave you some background and a little bit, but again, it was weird because all those things you could tell were very edited and, you know, rehearsed a bit and, you know, um, for me, wasn't as fun to watch as the live part, but that was part of it. Um. It was very obvious very quickly that Amazon Amazon, uh, registries was a sponsor of this whole event because during that little montage about the Christmases together, they cut to a conversation between Teresa and Gary where she was like... um, Oh, her daughter. One of their daughters was like, "Oh, are you gonna actually register for your wedding?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, we are. In fact, we already did. I went on Amazon registries and we registered for a lot of things that we want to start our new life with." And I thought, "What? Why? Why is this? Why is this edited into?" I don't give a shit that you're gonna register for gifts. Are you wanting me to like go to their registry and pick out a gift and send it to you? Like that is tacky. And but then it was obvious later in the show at the bachelorette party, which was hilarious that they were promoting the whole thing. Cause then they also had this whole commercial about Amazon registries, but this was our first indication of it, but it came off as very odd because it seemed like such a weird thing to actually mention, especially when you're like 70 and 72 that you're going to register for shit. Like what? Uh, I still think it's weird. Um, Okay. This is where they showed Caitlin. So what was also interesting is while like Jesse, mostly when Charity and Kathy were hosting and interviewing people the whole time, there were like people in the background, you know, so they were hosting, but like the actual pre pre wedding party was going on with everyone that was there in the background. So you just got to see natural interactions of people and you know, you'd see obviously people you didn't know, but then you'd also see bachelor people. And there was this particular scene where it was, it was Caitlin and she was, I don't remember who she was with, but it was with other people that we knew. I, I, I don't, I'm not even going to guess who it was, but it was other people we recognize. And they were kind of, she was kind of like just you could tell having fun she had a glass of champagne in one hand and she had what turns out it was a meatball on a toothpick or on a stick you know like as an hors d'oeuvre but it was such an odd shot because they had her you could tell i almost felt like she was purposely wanting to get into the camera shot and you know i love caitlyn you know i love her i i do love her love her. but it felt like she was like intentionally wanting to get on camera. But the weird part was, is that she literally like had her side to the camera. And then she turns towards the camera again, she's in the background. So that's, they're not interviewing her or anything and shoves the meatball in her mouth and then takes the meatball out and chews it for a second. And then kind of turns back again, sideways. It totally looked like, she on, maybe she did cause she can be a goofball. So maybe she just did it for a comedic factor to see if they would actually like leave it in and what it would look like. So maybe it was first purposeful. I have no idea. She did actually also put it on her story or on one of her posts from that night and made fun of herself. So maybe it was a bet who knows, but it just seemed like the oddest thing at the time, I actually rewound it and re courted it and put it on my Instagram story because i was like what was that excuse me but it was (laughs) it was kind of weird but it was funny at the same time i don't know um so then i made a list of like who some of the guests were like they showed ben higgins joey of course was there um trista and ryan were there jason and molly was there natasha the golden um from the golden show uh both joan and edith they showed all them during this segment um I made a note that here again, Kathy was doing something um to try and be funny again, and it was starting to get cringy, was the note I made. Um, then we get another little snippet of when Teresa was going to try on her wedding gown. So she went to Badgley Mishka to do this, and um so we had the doll, the daughters were there, and also Susan and Kathy, I believe. Yeah, just those two, and it was those women that were there for the trying on the wedding dresses. So they, we get this whole montage of her trying on different dresses and then her being able to pick, you know, or her finding the one and everyone knowing and everyone getting teary eyed, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, so then they show this little clip, which was, this was kind of funny. I thought it was a cute moment. So then they have this moment where Gary and Teresa are just sitting at Susan, like at a little restaurant or booth, like having dinner and, or drinks. And they go, we have something really important that we want to talk about with you. And, uh, Susan goes, you're pregnant, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. Um, (laughs) because, well, obviously they're 70 and I just thought it was comical. So, um, hang on a second. Okay. And, uh, so So they were like, yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah, we're pregnant. That's, that's what it is where we wanted to let you know. So I laughed and you're all laughing with me, right? It was funny, but actually this is when they ask her to, um, officiate their wedding, which she obviously agrees to do. Then this was crazy. I mean, this was nuts. Um, they cut back to the wedding and it was, um, let's see, I guess it was. Who was it, though? Uh, it might have been Jesse then at that point, I I think. I, this is terrible. I don't remember. I didn't make a note of that. Um, I'm just thinking about where they were standing. And it was usually where Charity and Kathy were standing. But now it was Jesse. I'm pretty sure it was Jesse. Anyway, he was interviewing uh, Brayden and Christina Mandrell because they have, you know, recently started dating. Well, obviously, it wasn't that recent. It was post Bachelor in Paradise. But it's just been, what? three, four, five, six months, something like that. And he was just like, they were just talking to them and talking about how, you know, it was cool that they were a couple now. And, I um, don't you know, they were going back and forth and they said they had this announcement and it was that he is going to be moving to Nashville to live with her. And they were talking about that. And then he says something along the lines of, but I have one more thing. And Jesse like backs up and the camera focuses in on the two of them. And I really, really don't think she knew this was going to happen, but he proposed to her on live TV. Like it was crazy. Everyone in the background, like kind of turned, was watching and he did very good job too, being live television, millions of people watching. Um, it felt like she was very much shocked. So it did not seem like, like this was a setup between the two of them. I Guess we'll never know for sure, but he proposed to her on live TV, which is crazy. One, because it was live TV, and part of me was going, okay, like talk about stealing the thunder from um from Gary and Teresa at their wedding, um, which Jesse addressed after the commercial and said that Braden went to Gary and Teresa and asked them if that would be okay, and they gave their blessing. But also that they have not been dating very long. So I personally Think they're great together. Um, I think they go together very, very, very well. And I hope they make it. Like, she also has a daughter. So I'm hoping that this isn't rushed into for the daughter's sake. So it's not like a confusing, weird thing for her. Um, But either way, they are engaged. And it was like a shock and kind of fun to watch something like that go down. Um, but I do hope they make it. Cause I really kind of like them. She was a little bit cringy in the interview. It felt like she, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to go into that. It's, I, I don't know how I'd be on live TV. I'd probably be the cringiest ever. Um, but yeah, so they're engaged. That was crazy. Um, okay. Hang on a second. I have to, I'll be right back. I have to answer my phone. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, I had to quick answer the phone and answer a question. one of my children Tyler shout out anyway back to the episode so so then after the pro after the proposal um we get the bachelorette party this was hilarious I I couldn't stop laughing or appreciating at least the segment because these women are just classic um, authentic, funny people. Um, especially again, I, maybe it's just because they're, you know, the older generation and it's fun to seeing older people having fun too. And maybe it's fun because you see them having humor that you don't expect someone older to have. But I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, and I was texting back and forth with Miranda during this show. And as you know, Miranda, um, is younger. She's only 27. Um, she also found it very humorous. So it wasn't just me (laughs) being an old person. Um, but, it was at the, at the bachelorette party, it was obviously Teresa and Susan and Ellen and Sandra and, um, one of the, I have Susan down twice, Susan, Ellen, Sandra, and there was one other person now for whatever reason, I can't, I don't know who it was, but they were going to have maybe Faith, maybe it was Faith, I think it was Faith. Um, they were going to start off their bachelorette party by doing a, a, boudoir shoot. Okay. Well, first of all, they had to do another, this is where I realized that Amazon registry registry was like a sponsor because they all just like come in to where they're having the bachelorette party. And Susan's like, oh, we got you something off your Amazon registry. And <laughs> so, um, Teresa takes it and she opens it and you know, they, they said Amazon registry like 52 times. So it was clear that this was on purpose. Okay. So after the Amazon registry promo, basically they announced they're doing this boudoir shot and, um, Ellen, they show Ellen being really nervous about this. Cause she says she's never done anything like this. And, you know, she just was self-conscious basically. And then they showed clips of the photographer, um, taking pictures of each of them in their, you know, like, all had like little sexy lingerie and did these sexy poses, which I mean, damn kudos to all these women, Teresa. I I mean, I have got to give her credit. I, some people said she's too skinny and she's very thin, but like she knew how to pose. She knew like what angles I'm sure the photographer helped her, but like, she looked damn good in her outfits. I mean, like damn good, but they all did. So Sandra looked damn good. Susan looked damn good. Ellen looked damn good. I, I I can picture all of them in my head and I'm still struggling to know if it was just those, those girls and if faith was there, but, um, anyway, they were like killing it obviously killing it but Sandra so you remember she's always the one that would like cuss you know very frequently and and that was her limo exit to um that was her limo exit for Gary and um but then what was her turn she like they kept bleeping her so much that like you couldn't even tell what she was saying in her ITMs because it was just one big cuss word but the one thing that she was talking about was um, she, I guess had like, a, there was a stripper pole there that they could pose on too, if they wanted. And she was like handling the stripper pole and saying that this was Denzel <laughs> or something to that effect. Um, and then, you know, did a little rub on the stripper pole and yeah, you know what I mean? Um, trying to make this episode a, uh, non-explicit episode, uh, which I'm not sure if I can, cause I think I've whatever. Anyway, that was hilarious. But then they would also just have her uttering, you know, strings of, of swear words or inappropriate things. I don't even know what she was saying because I couldn't even tell. They also blurred her mouth out so that you couldn't even read her lips, but super funny. Um, then they played never have I ever, or they were going to play never have I ever. And I think the first never have I ever question was, have you ever, um, had a lap dance by a stripper i think that's what it was and then that cued the strippers to come in so they had these strippers come in and they had footage of the whole thing and it was i I just thought it was hilarious because teresa was like you know i mean i have the guy what am i gonna do it's only one night to my wedding or something to that effect and she was like gary's not gonna care and um oh my gosh hang on a second i have to pause it again (laughs) i'm all right i'll take care of this i am so sorry the issue is that tyler tim and william are in missouri they just got to missouri for work and the packer game is on and so they are trying to sign into youtube tv and all the information is under my accounts and so i'm having they're in a total rush because the game has already started and they want to watch it don't blame them but so they keep calling me to get my passwords and having for me to go into YouTube to approve it and whatever so that is the issue that is happening so I apologize I hope that I've given them all the information they need now um, that they will be able to watch their game okay so continue uh okay so the strippers come in and um they are like the strippers are like legit doing lap dances on all of them and they obviously are all clearly into it and not embarrassed that there's cameras there getting it on film they're all like none of them look like they feel awkward none of it is at, even that cringy like they are all enjoying themselves quite a lot i will say uh sandra makes a funny like joke about wanting to tweak his nipples um it was, it was hilarious. Like it was so funny. If there's a clip of this, even on YouTube and you don't want to go back and watch the show, I'm sure, I'm sure you don't have it recorded, but like this segment alone, it, it was the most entertaining part of the entire night. My favorite part. It was just better than seeing the live engagement. Like it was so funny. I don't know, but it might've been topped by the next scene, which was them going live to back to the wedding. And I Again, I don't didn't make a note of who was doing the interviewing. I think it might have been Charity, possibly, but they interview Sandra. So Sandra, like they're just interviewing her, and all of a sudden she's like, Oh, but you have to meet my date. And she pulls in one of the strippers who has no shirt on and like just a, like a, a tuxedo suit coat. And she introduces this as her date, who is her escort. <laughs> so it says if. She got an escort and then she introduces him but then she introduces his abs to us all and says well but you know i'm gonna go have some fun with my date and like pulls him off to the side and was like let's go and like holds his hand and they go off to like another group of some of the women and they start like dancing but then she grabs his hand again like she was gonna walk off with him it was hilarious. It was so funny. Mind you, I want I want to say Sandra's even 75. I know she's 70, but I think she possibly is 75. And this woman acts as if she's 35. I kid you not. It was so funny. I love this part. It just I just it was great. Um okay, so best part of the show. So then we come back. This is where Kathy did the thing where Dotton brought Charity a drink and like Kathy steals him. And I just made him uh, a comment that it was just weird and awkward. Um, But then we get like a let's look at their journey montage of Teresa and Gary. So that was that. Um, Then we get another montage when we're back from that commercial. That's the night before the wedding between the two of them. And so these were just more montages. and then we get the wedding, which I actually have already talked about. Um, I do make a comment that I thought Susan was stealing the show. She made several references like to the show and then makes jokes about them. Um, I, The one that I thought was quite funny was she, like, is t- obviously telling this to the audience. And she says, you know, when I came out of the limo, I told Gary, I'm gonna marry you. And she goes, uh, turns out I was right. Get it? Because she's marrying them. So thought that was cute. She also made several other references to things, which I didn't make note of, but they were, she was quite funny. I love her. I would love to have Susan on this podcast. Would love it, love it, love it. Maybe after their contract, let's like manifest it. Um, it was funny and are not funny, but it was interesting because they had to have uh, Gary and Teresa stand a bit further apart than I think is natural in a wedding because like the shot, the TV shot had to show Susan in between them. So they were, they were holding hands at the beginning and then, but they had to be so far apart that them holding hands almost seemed awkward because their arms were almost too stretched out. So, um, anyway, then they quit holding hands, but it was funny because it's like, they didn't know, Teresa didn't know what to do with her hands. At least Gary could like put his hands in his pockets or something. Um, but she like, you could tell she didn't know what to do with her hands cause she was kind of wringing her hands and holding them this way and that way. Uh, that was really the only awkward part I've really noticed in the entire wedding that happened because it was live cause they couldn't have like a producer running up and saying, put your hands here so it doesn't look like you don't know what to do with your hands um okay let's see talked about the guy walking down the aisle not know if it's son the girl's talking gary pulling the notes out of his pocket talked about all of that oh they did have a little bit of trouble with the rings um teresa's grandson brought the rings up and i guess they were somehow tied tied to this i don't it looked it looked like a box of some sort but i didn't really know what. anyway they had a little bit of difficulty getting the ties off the rings but they got that figured out and taken care of, um, got married. Let's see. Then after the wedding, we also got an announcement from Charity and Dotton that they are going to be getting married in the fall of 2025. So they made that official live on this show as well. So lots of, lots of live announcements being made. Um, oh, here was another Caitlin thing that also seemed like very intentional for the camera. And I don't, I just, I wish I knew why, like if it actually wasn't intentional or if it was a subtle thing or what, but then they like showed the dance floor and they showed people dancing. And again, I don't remember who it was that she was with. It was like, it was some past bachelor people, people obviously, but like Caitlin comes in and then and again, there was some host, I think it was maybe Jesse again, like talking to the camera and just having the people in the background dancing. And you see her come into the shot and start dancing with this group of people. And she has a glass of champagne. And again, she sort of turns to the camera because it was a side view of her again, dancing, but she kind of turns to the camera and like takes a big chug of her champagne and then turns back again. I don't I just thought it was odd because it was like, There was no need for her to turn to the camera to drink her wine in case I don't know. Maybe she didn't want them to like elbow her drink and I don't know. Anyway, it was just an odd thing again. Um, Then we see Jesse, or they they have um, Jesse giving the microphone to telling basically his wife. No, no. So they have him handing the microphone off to. Gary. And then Jesse just walks off and Gary is basically giving this little speech where he ends it by saying, you know, just want to let everybody know, don't stop believing. And as you remember, he and Teresa's first date was in the little diner where Don't Stop Believing started playing and they had the flash mob dancing thing, which was so cute. Uh, But so you know, that's sort of like their song. And the band starts singing the song. This is when I identified the band as possibly being the one from Hangover, because I swear that lead singer had like the crazy hair and crazy voice. So... I don't know. But they say, start singing the song. They cut to Jesse, who says something like, I'm about to become a dad. So I don't think he, I have not seen anything on my social media that she had the baby, but maybe it's just because it's been filled with everything else from bachelor nation. I mean, from the golden wedding. Um, but he leaves and tells her he loves her and, and it ends. So that was it. Um, I'm sorry for all the interruptions <laughs> during my podcast. Um, I hope that they're watching the Packer game successfully. And I hope the Packers win, he, <laughs> um, but that was that, uh, again, thank you for listening. I hope to build my audience in 2024. And if there's anything that you can do to help me and you're like, gosh, how can I help you do that? Natalie? Um, it is by subscribing, hitting follow, um, rating every episode that you listen to with a five-star rating, Um, typing a few words of support in if you're allowed in whatever platform that you are listening to this on to say, great episode, love this episode. Love to see you do this. I beg of you to help me out there because that's what helps me tell people about my podcast and try to give you some more content, maybe expand my content content if I'm able, Um, but Uh, I just hope that y'all have a great new year and um, I hope that we can have lots of fun together. Again, reminder to look out for my next episode, which will be of the um, Gypsy Rose uh, recap documentary, recap of your documentary. And um, I'll let you know what's coming up after this. So hope y'all have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I did not end typically in my typical way with the Bible verse. So I I'm going to get that in. Um, my Bible verse for this episode is Isaiah 40 verse 29. And it is, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. So love you all. Bye again.